There's only one return, okay? And name of the king is of the Jedi. Two brothers in a van, and then a meteor hits. You looking for a Tilly, buddy? Look down the Tony book! Your friend's a liar, man. Kylo Ren's a punk bitch. Well, as it turns out, cars and trucks that turn into robots aren't really that blasphemous. Because my pastor says that machines that turn into other machines, is, it's not a slight against God, Randall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm just so excited about Clerks 3. Right. Welcome to the Battle Draft Podcast, episode 13. 13. Lucky number 13. Yeah. Freaky 13 Friday. <laughs> I've I've been just every little bit of news of uh, Clerks 3 I've just been just eating it up just so excited and what have you learned about it so far they finished wrapping they're finished filming or whatever and they uh, it's 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 upon us hopefully soon okay but I know like uh, Kevin Smith said he took uh, I think Randall has a heart attack or something because he said he took it from real life and because uh, you know Kevin Smith had a heart attack yeah so he's like, he said one of them has like a heart attack and has like a midlife crisis. <laughs> That'd be funny for Randall. Yeah. See that. So I, yeah, I could just see him like watching a movie in, in, uh, the little shop, his little movie shop and just, <laughs> <laughs> although Dante is kind of the stress guy. So that, that's why it'd be funny if Randall had the heart right, attack, right? Just get free, like f- get pissed at one of like the new star Wars or something. Oh yeah. Like it that. goes on one of his rants. Yeah. And, and just, Ugh. I'm coming Elizabeth. Oh, so, well, what entertained you this week, Adam? Man, a lot. Well, I went and saw the new Candyman movie. Yeah? How was that? Uh, it was pretty dope. I liked it. I dug it. Basically a continuation of... It wasn't an origin. origin story? It was... No, it wasn't an original origin. Nothing. Oh, okay. It was a continuation, basically. But played off the first one. I don't know if you're familiar with the Candyman. I kind of. I've seen it a long time ago. Yeah, so... Yeah. They had... Tony Todd, who played the original Candyman, made an appearance. Okay. He had a little cameo, and then it was cool. It was good to see him. Uh, but yeah, they had a new... Did he, like, bestow the Candyman powers on the new guy, or...? Sort of. Okay. Sort of, He's sort like, of. hey, you gotta take over the mantle. Yeah. But I like it. Doug, it's kind of had a lot of uh, political and racial undertones okay. and stuff going on with that. A little bit of a... I think... A uh, little bit of a story, a little bit of a, yeah, hey, look, at, look what's going on. Uh, Peel's pretty good about that. Yeah. Yeah, he's very conscious... Yeah. What's going on in society, in the world, in the culture? So, like, like in uh, Get Out, when he had to pick the cotton, stuff it in his ears <laughs> yeah. to save himself. Yeah, there's a bunch of that. You never heard that? No, I read. Um, I, I saw a video where they were talking about all the uh, subliminals that yeah. Jordan had on there. Yep. So yeah, he had to pick the cotton out of the chair, and so he didn't hear the the creepy tea. Mm-hmm. And then there was a bunch of other ones too. There was one on there that was funny because uh, he didn't even, he said he didn't think of it, but uh, a fan came up with the theory that when, uh, I forget his name in the movie, but Daniel Kaluuya yeah. goes in there and the dad is talking about the basement. He's like, oh, don't go down there. There's a bunch of black mold down there. Oh, sure. And a fan had wrote, he's like, oh, I know what you meant by black mold, like molds of people, like a. You know, oh sure like a figure like a mold like yeah a, a statue but mold he actually or, meant it was like yeah like jordan didn't think nothing of it, it was just all oh, black mold over down there and so he was like yeah that was totally what i was going for <laughs> I was like nah i didn't think of that shit <laughs> but it, it worked it kind of worked you know how that black ice will get you right that, black ice just sneaks that, upon you that thuggish black ice robs you of your balance <laughs> oh shit i well, watched uh Watch Jumanji, the yeah. uh, the new one. Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Um, Both the new ones? No, I haven't watched the other one yet. I uh, feel like I watch like a lot of the first movies, and then I'm like, eh, I'm cool. But the two new ones were great. Yeah, even the old ones are great with Robin Williams. Yeah, I love I love that movie. Jumanji. I wonder if they'll do another one of that. Yeah. 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 I didn't like the second one because it was like the grandpa and. Everybody else took over bodies and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, swap bodies out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like the kids. But, I mean, it was... Yeah, I it's, understand. It's, it's Danny Glover and... Yeah. Uh, uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. No. Yeah. I like those movies, though. They're yeah. good shit. 
Yeah, yeah, I like them. What else did I do? I watched. I watched something else. Man, my girl, my girl's been making me watch uh, this show on Hulu. Yeah. Called Married at First Sight. Oh yes, I've seen that shit. Ah! This shit is insane, it, man. Wild, man. It's a wild concept. And it's kind of cool because, I mean, we're sitting there watching and talking about our own relationship and trying to work shit out. Right. We have issues and relating it to each other. But the show is crazy. <laughs> you just take a perfect stranger and it's just like an arranged marriage, which. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, I think Aziz Ansari talked about his parents had an arranged yeah. marriage and that arranged marriages have better success rates than yeah. traditional marriages that we know of, especially in America. So it basically it's arranged marriage. You know, you've got these professionals, relationship professionals that match these, all these applicants up and yeah. try to get them together. And yeah, they, the couples we're watching, I think we're season 11. Okay. And yeah, there's some bad <laughs> couples and there's some bad <laughs> matches. I'm just like, what were they thinking? Right. But how much do you really know somebody? How much can you get to trust somebody? And, you know, I think it's eight week process. Right. Yep. So, but it's, it's been entertaining to watch, especially now that I'm in this like legit relationship now. Yeah. Did you see the season where the one girl was a virgin? No, this is my first time. Oh, okay. first season watching. There was so. one season me and Kelsey ended up watching, and like the one girl was a virgin, and she was like, I was like, why would they do that? Why would you do that to that man? That's traditional, I guess. Ugh. That old school, you come wear your white dress to your wedding because yeah. you're a virgin. And yeah. I like, uh, I told you about that, that watch, uh, that Adam Ruins Everything. Yes. On yep. Netflix from College Humor Guy. But he did the he he did some explaining of what white dresses actually were symbolic of is just wealthy people that could buy the white right. the material. Yep. So it was just a wealth thing, you know, how wealth. Yep. What how's it go? I think lower class usually sets trends, then the wealthy or no, it was the wealthy people set trends. Sorry, wealthy people set trends, and the shit's expensive right away, and then everyone wants to get it. And once it falls out of favor, it gets cheap, and the yep. you know middle class gets the stuff. And then wealthy people don't want nothing to do with it anymore. So yeah, it's something like that cycle. It's I think. All, yeah, all a big circle, a big cycle of. So yeah, know. back in the day, it was just rich people. Like <laughs> poor people did not give a shit about wearing a white dress. <laughs> right. They just wanted to get married, get that family union together. And it was all about unions, you know. Yeah. Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. Got to get these clans together and well, gain lands, I mean, gain people. You go way, way back. You was just trying to make alliances with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like just the same thing. Even back in early history of America. Yeah. Marriages were to get. You know, rich families together and get more business, you know. You're yeah. going to marry this duke because they have a great army and right. we could use that. We got the Navy, they got the army. Let's yep. put it together. Okay, cool. So, yeah, marriage is a farce. Don't, <laughs> don't do it, bro. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, snipes. Uh, I got into this dude on YouTube. Kelsey put me on this dude. Uh, his name is Mr. Ballin. Mr. Ballin? Yeah. And he does like creepy stories that like you wouldn't believe are true. Mm-hmm. Um, he does like the one we watched last night. It was uh, basically this couple in, were backpacking in California. They they took this gondola up to this mountain, and they heard a waterfall. They went to go find the waterfall. They got lost. Uh, their tour group left, <laughs> and. Uh, they came across this campsite and they found like these notes and the note was from like April 9th or whatever. And they were like, Oh yeah, there's somebody around. We're saved. Blah, blah, blah. Come to find out it was this other dude from a year previous that happened to get lost. He was a experienced backpacker. Mm -hmm. He got lost a year earlier on exactly day. day. And he died out there and he left his campsite all like they found a bunch of his shit he had left notes and stuff like that what, what like notes for what he what? just because he thought he knew he was gonna die basically he got trapped in a huge storm um everybody told him he was an idiot and he needs to turn around because he didn't have like a lot of gear and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh he was like no i got it I, i'm good and you know white people <laughs> and uh <laughs> um i'm untouchable you can do anything <laughs> You could literally fly, <laughs> but he got trapped out there. He died, um, and so happens these people come across his campsite as they're stuck out in the woods on the exact same day a year later, mm-hmm. and they found his backpack. And dude ended up like 
starting a huge forest fire and that's how they got found mm. so yeah they found his backpack because they had nothing they just took a gondola up or whatever but he basically loaded all this shit into this dead tree all these sticks and he basically started a forest fire and that's oh. how they got found so the upside to forest fires huh yeah a little bit yeah maybe that's what's going on up in canada <laughs> somebody's trying Minnesota. to get found <laughs> yeah yeah california no oh. california's all gender reveal parties yeah um Hey, don't ever do that shit, bro. No. I'm not coming. <laughs> yeah. You can send me a text. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, and then, like, there were some creepy ones. Like, he does, uh, like, they, he talked about, like, the fir- the last execution in France via guillotine. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was pretty interesting. Um, and he has, like, real photos. They show, like, real photos from, like, the events and, you know, all mm, types of Execution? Yeah. Mm. Um, and then there was, like, the three creepiest phone calls like uh recorded it, like there was just some creepy shit like dude like was freaking out and all you could hear was like growling in the back and he's like i've been shot but he like they found his body and he wasn't shot and he just freaked the fuck out why was so, there growling don't know that's what makes Demons? it creepy it might have been it very well could have been shit hmm. and like two of the three were from the twin cities <laughs> Me and Kelsey, what the fuck yeah but he does like serial killer ones. He does like true crime ones. Um, Did they ever find that dude that was dismembering people in Minneapolis? I think he was the th- he was the third one, and yeah, he did get caught. He basically called the police. They called him the weeping the weeping killer because mm. after he killed people, he would call the police. He's like, I just killed like I'm sick. And, yeah, he was from Minneapolis. The second one was really creepy. It was this old lady who had like dementia, and she would like call and ask for her husband Jim, and she ended up dying. And the phone calls kept coming. And the phones were disconnected. Yeah, super fucking creepy. Mm, don't play with that. <laughs> nope. I don't like people playing on my phone. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, so she kept calling like this 911 operator. And they knew her so well that they like knew her address. They knew like what her voice sounded like. And they thought somebody was playing a prank. And they were like, no, the phone's been disconnected. They thought it might be like a glitch where like uh, a recording was coming through or something like that. And they were like, no, it sounds different every time. You know, it's it's generally the same, but it sounds different every time. And it was that's just creepy. Yeah. Supernatural phenomenon, man. That stuff is real. This house is haunted. Says you. Dude, there's too many weird shit that's happened in this house. Coincidence, bro. Coincidence. Mom with the teacups. That was coincidence. What, when that thing fell off the wall? Yes, I'll, I'll tell the story. So I don't, I don't even remember what happened. I don't think you were here. It was me, here. mom, and dad. Yeah. But we were sitting in the kitchen, and mom was unloading the dishwasher. And mom, as you know, would drink tons of tea. So there was always teacups just yeah. in the dishwasher. And we have that, where we had that chicken thing. Yeah, that little shelf that yeah, held the teacups. That held like a bunch of teacups because she too had many. so many. There was too many in there. And mom goes, oh, I wish these teacups, or I wish some of these teacups would break. Not even five seconds later, that thing swings off the wall and fucking teacups are pouring out of that thing and just shattering all over the ground. That's not haunted house. That's mom's stupid ass mojo. <sighs> Something weird. Mom got that Anderson mojo. She got powers. That shit was, that was creepy. Uh-huh. That thing had been there for how many years, not moved. All of a sudden that thing's going to swing down. She probably she set said, that up. Maybe she probably took one of them nails and loosened it up, and she's like, "I bet if we get enough vibrations in the house, it'll just fall." I'm gonna say something weird before <sighs> that shit was weird. Mom was devious. <laughs> and then there was the time that uh, I think you and me had both come home drunk. Yeah, we had like we're kind of rowdy. It was like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we were being kind of rowdy, and I went downstairs for something. And it sounded like somebody like stomped their foot on the top of the steps, like to be like, be quiet. Mm-hmm. And I looked up back up the steps and there was nobody there. That was creepy. <laughs> like somebody was mad that we were being too rowdy at two in the morning. I think that was after we went to uh, North Dakota and came back. Cause remember we came back and we got all drunk. What from football? Yeah? No, from when we tried to move out there. Oh, yes. yeah. That's stupid adventure. <laughs> Lame. Lame sauce. Weak sauce. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. That was one of the creepy ones. And then I just remember, like, sometimes the hair on the back of my neck would stand up if I was on the computer too late. Right, because you got that window out here. <laughs> people just peering in there. Probably some weirdos out there. Nobody's jerking off to me. <laughs> just, never know. <laughs> you never know. There's someone for everybody, Anthony. There's a stalker for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Fetishes. 
I saw. I watched uh, the Highlander movie yesterday. There can only be one. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. I haven't seen that since high school. Since it came out, what eighty six? Sure. So it was weird watching that again because I hadn't seen that since the early nineties. I remember watching and it was just funny. <laughs> so I'm probably watch a whole bunch of those. There's like four or five of them. Okay. And there's a whole bunch of offshoots, but it was some cool stuff. I remember. So I started watching that again. I have to watch that. I haven't watched it nostalgic. I'm watching a bunch of classic joints. Like yeah. I watched um it was a while ago, but I watched like all the prophecy movies with oh, Christopher sure. Walken. Yep. I don't know if you've seen those. Uh I know of them. I don't think I've ever They're seen good them. Good movies. Uh, and then Vigo Morgenstein. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a cameo in the second one as okay. uh Lucifer the Devil. It's pretty dark and pretty good pretty good cameo. I think he's um I seen him on a list of like top ten portrayals of the devil. Okay. He was was uh there. was our dude from Constantine on there? Yeah, he was. Okay, that's um, my favorite. Yeah, that was that was a good devil portrayal. God, like he just showed up in that white suit. I know, right? Like, that's, that's like so you never badass. seen a devil in an all white suit, clean, got a little bit of tats going on, dripping some black vile vile ooze. I hope he because you know they're doing Constantine too, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I yes, hope yes. he I hope he shows up again. I would I would hope so. Yeah, I would they they would that would be a big mistake not yeah. to bring him back yep. and give him an even bigger role. Yep, as uh, Peter Stormare. Oh, dude, yeah, it was so good. He's got some cool roles, too. I like him as an actor. I like when he beats the shit out of the thing in Armageddon. He's the Russian guy. Yeah, the Russian <laughs> when he's beating the shuttle. Yep. This is how we fix things <laughs> in Mother Russia. Like, Russian components, American components, all made in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he was he's definitely, I think he's my favorite devil. Yeah, so he was on there. Um, Viggo Morgenstern's. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, Tim Curry as uh, he plays he played the devil in um, Legend. Uh, Legend, yep. yeah. That was I need to my... watch that movie. Man, so that movie I remember watching that when I was young a lot. Uh, Mom had recorded on VHS and it was like the original theatrical version. But then if you try to buy it now, they remade and there's a bunch of extra stuff in there. But they changed up some songs on there. Oh, okay. There's especially the one at the end where Tom Cruise is after he you know vanquishes darkness yep. and he goes through his thing there was like some song called touch by the sun but they put some different song in there and i did not like it mm. it bothered me like it ruined the movie for me because i just grew up with that sure so then you hear this new stuff i'm like what the fuck did they do here <laughs> that's the same thing like i think about uh what uh <laughs> george lucas did to uh, the original trilogy yeah the remakes. Right. <laughs> when he put that stupid ass if you watch uh return of the jedi he put the holograph of or not the holograph but the that animated yeah. creature and they're singing and dancing and they change the songs up. And well, was, that in the CGI, uh, bo- uh, Boba? No, not Boba Fett. Um, yeah, Boba Fett. What part? Um, I don't know. They, I just, he just looked way different and way worse in, in the first. I remember there's that super animated creature. There's two of them in, um, uh, Jabba's Palace. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt. That's what I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, yeah, that's, Jabba. They CGI'd him. And, say Boba and Jabba. What is wrong with you? I don't know. That's a slap. Sorry. Yeah, so Jabba's Palace. Getting excited. Yeah, I think. And they showed a scene, if I remember which movie it was, but they showed him actually walking, crawling yep. around. Yeah, and it was awful. And that might have been a difference. But yeah, there's a bunch of stuff they added, and everyone's like, this is George Lucas's fuck you to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then he put uh, Hayden Christensen next to Yoda and Obi-Wan. Yeah, that remake. Because, oh, yeah, they changed that. Because it was the uh, old, old. he should have been grown. Yeah. An old Anakin. Yeah. Because, yeah, they showed in the original Return of the Jedi where his helmet comes off and you see, like, his yeah. human face. And yep. then it was that old guy. So Who do they sense. reveal? Crusty old white man. <laughs> <laughs> was that Chase and Amy? Yeah. Yes, I like that scene. <laughs> he said, what, what do you think? Every All of us want to be white? <laughs> well, don't you? <laughs> What's a newbie in? <sighs> What's your favorite Star Wars movie? I would have to say uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay. I feel like you could break those up into all the trilogies. Like, what's your favorite of the first three? One through three. What's your favorite? Four, five, six. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine. I really liked the first of the the newest ones with uh, Kylo Ren. I like Kylo Ren. The uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. That was a good movie. I, I especially like when he fights at the end and he, like, gets cut and he the shit out of his own his own uh cut 
Oh yeah, he punched it. Yeah, and he was trying to get like that that rage, that hatred fill up, and I was just like, oh, that's badass. I thought it was weird that freaking Finn could even hold a lightsaber against Kylo. Right. I was like, oh, what kind of training did this guy get? (laughs) (laughs) And even even um, what was his name? The big head. Um, Small smock. Snoke. Snoke. Yeah. He even called him out. He's like, you got beat by a girl with no training. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's up, dude? <laughs> and then, yeah, this, oh my God, there was so many, so many missteps in that, that second movie where they just killed off Snoke and they're like, okay, no explanation. He's nobody. <laughs> he's just dead now. He's just, yep, he's gone. Yeah. My greatest, my greatest hope was that Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks was secretly the greatest Sith Lord ever because <laughs> there was that fan theory yeah. about that. Well, then, uh, Robot Chicken did that, didn't they? Yes, they did yep. do uh, a little thing where, was it, somebody called Jar Jar and, like, apologized? Yep. I forgot who it was. Maybe, I think it was, oh, I can't remember who it was. I'll have to watch that again. But, yeah, yeah he, he ended up being, like, super he, evil. He puts a hood up and starts laughing all dark. Yeah. But if you watch um, one of the fan theories where they show, like, some of the evidence. So, like, when Yoda was on... Uh, the Dagobah system in exile. Yep. He was acting like a, you know, just a dumbass creature. Yeah, Luke didn't think much of him. Yeah, and he was just acting like a retard, a little beggar, hermit, <laughs> drunk. But Jar Jar acts dumb. He did. Um, I don't know if you remember in the first uh, Phantom Menace where he jumped in the water. Yeah, and he did all those flips. He, he did like and a shit. triple sow cow spinning dive with a, you know, whatever, whatever. And they're like, that was impressive <laughs> for this dumbass creature. <laughs> Figured he'd have just slithered into the water. And then there was a scene where. Um, was it the uh, Captain Panaka, the black dude, the yep. security force where Queen Amidala was talking, and they show like Jar Jar in the background, like his lips are moving, like he was speaking for yeah, him, speaking for him, force control because he made he made sure that uh, Padme, when she was undercover, got to go into town, ended up talking to Anakin, yeah. and you know, kind of seducing Anakin and that whole thing. You sure. So it's like that master plan, and the evidence was kind of cool to watch. Yeah, I was like, I, I dig that. I was like, that's my fan theory. <laughs> Like Jar Jar's the ultimate Sith. That would be awesome because everybody fucking hated Jar Jar. I didn't mind. I didn't care. I thought he was stupid, but I was like whatever. I don't know why people get so upset about things. Just like Pat Oswald. I don't give a shit where these came from. <laughs> I just want to like the things that I like. Well, uh, you like uh, Darth Vader, don't you? Well, now you get to see him as a little kid. <laughs> oh, that's cool. You like Angelina Jolie? She's hot, right? <laughs> well, here's a picture of John Voight's balls. <laughs> oh, shit. Good stuff. You seen any good comedies lately? Like stand-ups? Yeah. <clears throat> on TV or listen to any? The last one, the last good one that I listened to, and I think we talked about it, was the new, uh, that Louis C.K. where he kind of addressed all the stuff. Mm. Um, that shit was... You said that's just on YouTube? I listened to it on Spotify. Spotify, so. But, uh... That shit was really funny. Um, he also he also talked about like how stupid dogs were. He's <laughs> like, you could be like, just gotten like the worst news. Like, yeah, grandma's dead, and the dog would just be sitting there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of talks about um, he talks about religion a lot and God, and he's like, um, basically saying how like atheists better hope that there isn't a God. Like, you better pray that there's not a God. <laughs> he's like, because if you're wrong, like you're fucked, and <laughs> the whole the whole thing was pretty good. But that was the last good one, and then like a lot of that Patrice O'Neill that uh, killing is easy. I heard a lot of new stuff from him okay. on that one. There was some stuff that I'd never heard from him. So right on. But no, there hasn't. Um, the Bo Burnham, his new special was pretty good. Yeah. I know you're not a huge Bo Burnham fan, but yeah, he's got a couple a couple things I found funny but it was just cool because he basically did it all himself he did all the lighting all the camera work everything he was just uh he locked himself into a, a room like he does seem talented yeah he is um i think he deals with like a lot of uh pressure like to be funny like the pressures of being successful kind okay. of thing so it was just, you could just see it. honestly if he would have been hanging there at the end of it <laughs> like i wouldn't have been surprised because it was just like jesus yeah Intense stuff, man. Pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> so, what else is popping? Did you uh, hear the story about this fake high school 
that got onto ESPN and was playing this other high school? No. Okay, so they're Sycamore Sycamore Academy, Bishop Sycamore Academy. Okay. Um, they basically lied. I was trying to look up stuff about it earlier. Um, let's see. There was a whole timeline of a complete timeline of how Bishop Sycamore fooled ESPN. <laughs> so essentially, they were trying to showcase like the best high schools. Okay. Um. And. Um, they were scrutinized after a 58 nothing loss on ESPN that left announcers appalled and fans bewildered at how and why a team this bad was allowed to compete on national television. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw like highlights and the announcers like, God, these people are going to get hurt. I heard that there wasn't even like, there was like grown ass men on there <laughs> playing, but they're playing against kids that all like pretty much team that has like full everybody. Every starter has a D one scholarship. Okay. So they're playing against good kids. Right. But it's just like, I think like forty year old dudes I, or something. I, that's what I heard. Bunch of old dudes. Like I think it was just a mixed bag. Barley like, together. Yeah. Like, dude, let's go play some high school cats. <laughs> but yeah, they tricked ESPN to get them on on ESPN TV, and they ended up not being a real high school. They're not even the address that they have for the high school is like a house, and then there's like another address that was like a community center. Don't understand how in this day and age you can trick somebody into believing you have a high school and a football team, right? How do you think that like a rage team would have fared against like a all D one prospect high school team? I honestly think that the physicality, because with some of the talent we had on our team, just that grown man strength right. type ability, would have won us some plays. But I honestly feel that if you had a whole team, so say take like uh, SoCal Poly. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's a team that's played together. De La Salle or. Not even Minnesota teams I'm not impressed with. There's players. I mean, Apple Valley's got good teams, De La Salle, whatever. Um, What's the big one in California? SoCal, Poly. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought there was another one. There's Poly and there's two two awesome football schools out there. Because you were supposed to go to one of them. Yeah, if we would have stayed in California where we were at, I would have been at. I thought it was. Cal Poly. Oh, okay. I thought it was De La Salle. Maybe in yo know, California. Yeah, that's what I think you talk about. Taylor Salle, Minnesota. No, uh, I thought De La Salle was like the big one that hadn't been defeated in fourteen years. Yeah, De La Salle. Sorry, you're right. Okay, De La Salle was conquered. That's where we were at. Okay, but there was a. But there, I mean, they constantly have D one prospects. They constantly have guys that are in the league. That kind of thing. Yeah, um, they did a. They did a. I don't remember who put it on, but there was a special covering them. Yeah. And that, that one team that they had, I think they hadn't lost a game in four or five seasons. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was more than that even. But but they had 15 confirmed D1 yep. players on their team. So that means at any given time there were four D1 players sitting on the bench. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that would – yeah. Sorry, I just remember yeah talking about Polly because I think that's where a lot of the uh, Hawaiian kids go. Oh, sure. Because I think it's Southern California. Um, but yeah, uh, what were we talking about? If our if our team, oh, if our rage team, yeah, <laughs> a team like that, I feel that has been together and coached well, and you know they've got that cohesion. Sure. Whereas we practiced once or twice a week, yeah. and we had a bunch of dudes that thought they were better and weren't really that team player. So I think in the long long run, we probably lose. But if you play like I don't know. 10 games sure i think we'd probably win maybe five six what high school d lineman is going to get pressure though on that line that we had i mean i mean we had a dope ass offensive line (laughs) (laughs) i mean between you me chuck torpin torpin uh crazy jasky shannon crazy shannon dude them high school kids would have he would have murdered a guy. He was kid. untrained. Right. Like, I coached him when he came out for tryouts. I'm like, what? You never played football before? And he, he was just all effort. Yeah. And just raw Viking strength. <laughs> he was impressive. And I was, I was concerned he was literally going to murder yeah, somebody. Yeah, me too. Like, accidentally just go too hard. And <laughs> look like at Bateman. Look at George. George, I petted him. 
I petted him, George. So it's like I don't Lenny, see, put him down. I don't see a high school. Hey, there's. I mean, I mean, do, do you remember high school highlights of uh, Darnell Dockett? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. he was six six. <laughs> 280 pounds like everyone's like why the fuck is that man out there playing true, with those kids true so you get somebody like that yeah i'm not blocking him yeah i'm gonna block a darnell docket <laughs> there's i mean you get them freaks derrick henry in high school yeah true he was a monster i don't know if anyone our defense would have messed with derrick henry in high school so i mean if we came across some freaks like that yeah so it's it's interesting i actually asked uh was it coach Krivenchuk? Because he was still coaching Scholastica at the time, yeah, yep. I was like, "How do you think we'd fare against Scholastica?" Well, Scholastica, I mean, that's my alma mater, but I, I think we would have twomped on them personally. <laughs> Just that their training and conditioning would have been, yeah, would have kept them on playing field. Because if they if they only practiced once a week like us, they wouldn't have been good. No, they wouldn't have been. You know, just guys doing their own thing. But they had training, and especially with their offense clicking, and I. And it's like, I feel like Dre would have been. He could have, I potentially gone farther. He, I mean, the size and strength and speed of Dre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was just reminiscing on that uh, one game we had down in the cities against the. Uh, who was it? Was it the Rhinos? Sure. It was kind of raining out, and Dre showed up at halftime, <laughs> got off the bus, caught two touchdown <laughs> passes in the third quarter, and left. <laughs> He's like, "All right, I'm done. I'm out." <laughs> and we won the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where our offense was kind of struggling. Yeah. And Dre showed up and caught two touchdowns for like 60 and 40 yards. And was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it, it would be, it would definitely be interesting. I mean, I'd be down. I'd be fun. I'd like beat up on some young kids. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to think like Chris Hannigan, you know, like I know, like you said, too slow. He's too slow. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he listens. <laughs> Come fight you. <laughs> He'd be mad, but he knows it's true. Yeah, but he was more of a power back, wasn't he? Not. I mean, he was he was hard to tackle. Dudes couldn't tackle him, but I wouldn't call him a power back. He had agility. Sure. You know, the first 10 yards, he could make people miss. He could shake blocks. I'll never forget that story, that first run he had oh my with God, the rage. Yeah, the rage. <laughs> I remember that first play because, I mean, I think our lineup was, was it Andy McKinnon? At center, yep. and I was at guard, and Chuck at tackle, and then Shannon and Torpin at yep. our other side. And that first play, he ran, and he said the hole. He's like, I ain't never seen a hole that big. I didn't know what to do, bro. He's like, I just kind of paused for a moment. Just admired. He said, he said it didn't feel right. Admired its glory. Yeah. And he ran for like five yards. I'm like, bro, you should have scored like 60, 60 yards, maybe a touchdown off of that. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris got caught a couple times. I just I think he's probably one of the best backs that I've ever played with. Yeah. And you had some quality backs in your career. Yeah. Who was the best in high school in your opinion? John Hanna. Yeah. Yeah. Polly was no Polly was shifty. He was fast, but I think uh Hanna was faster. But that's that's just my opinion. But yeah, I would say Chris would probably be the the best back that I've ever played with. Right on. Yeah, I'd take Chris and Kyle. Kyle better. He was a great running back in his prime before he started blowing out knees. Even Nate, though he, Nate he had Green. one eye. I mean, Nate was a good running back, but I don't know. I would have to go back and watch him. Yeah. Because, I mean, I only played with him my junior year. But I remember watching him, you know, sophomore, freshman. Yep. And he didn't, he didn't do anything fancy or flashy. He just, he'd make one cut and go. He sure. Had, he had deceptive speed. Like, you didn't. Think he was a fast dude, but he pulled away from people. Yeah, it was just like okay. And he just he was just, that Barry Sanders commercial. Mm. He just does the one little <laughs> shoulder shake. That, that's all he had. Just the one, just the one little turn in his shoulder one time, and guys were like, "Where'd he go?" <laughs> but yeah, it was funny. Uh, our junior year, you know, people would cue in. You know, they focus on Nate Green, right? But as soon as he did that, we give the ball to Camden, and they're like, "Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, what's going on?" <laughs> We should, yeah, dude, that makes me mad. We should have won freaking state title. Yeah. We were too good. Yeah. Just missing one key piece. What's that? I'm not going to say it. The general on the field. Oh, the quarterback. Should have been somebody else in there, in my opinion. Yeah. But what do I know about football? (laughs) 
right, man. Season opener coming up next yeah. week, huh? Yeah, next Thursday. Next Thursday, you got Dallas versus is it the Patriots hmm. for Thursday night. Yeah, I finally started watching Hard Knocks. Got nice. the first two episodes. That was cool. Nice. I didn't see the... No, it's in the third episode. Third, the, okay. The drone, okay. yeah. Yeah, HBO Max, the greatest app ever made. Not. <laughs> Stupidest app ever. Why? It, oh, my God. It is just terrible. Dude, my crashes the all the time. The functionality of it is just horrible. Mm. I yeah. mean, they just recently put a restart button on there. <laughs> where you can go in the middle of the episode and start it over. It's just, I don't know. It's a terrible app. Mm. But the Peacock app is pretty bad. I canceled my Peacock. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think HBO just knows that their content is so good and that, you know, people that pay. <laughs> it's kind of like the dudes on the, the cable company on South Park. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You, don't, you don't like our cable? Yeah. Oh. It's like people aren't going to get rid of it because <laughs> right. there's too much good content. So they're kind of like, fuck them. Yeah. That's how, that's, that's how I feel it is. Yeah, probably. So, um, but yeah, Hard Knocks. I've always watched Hard Knocks. It's a great show. You know, I think we've discussed it before about... <laughs> they get certain players hyped up. Yeah. Like, oh man, dude's tight. He gonna make the team. They're like, nah, cut his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Redbo, you cut his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, did you watch Mouse in the Palace? Yes. Oh man. Yeah, we talked about it. Did you, we? Yeah. Well, I had watched it. You hadn't watched it yet. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah, but I just so. watched it. Yeah, I think it was about two weeks ago. I just watched ago. it a few days ago. Okay. Man, I was. Uh, because remember I was saying how like the media spun it and we were saying like, all these thugs in the league taking over the league, all these thugs. And, yeah. But yeah, what did you think about it? I guess I didn't. I didn't realize that uh, our test had that many psychological issues, yeah, depression, yeah. And anxiety. So and then going back and looking at it and where like I said, he was in therapy and they told him to take take five seconds yeah they count fives that's why he laid on the table yep. people thought that was he was being disrespectful yep. even like ben wallace said it's like man when he laid down on the score table that was more disrespectful than the foul <laughs> great like ben wallace wanted to fight him some more but then like i said it just it 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 kills me man that a dude threw that cup and set him off and this dude is already unstable yep and, and like and everything I think- goes off on that i mean granted they did get that guy but at first, it's just everyone's like, oh, these high-paid thugs, these yep. hip-hop basketball thugs, yep. this, that, and the other. I'm just like, oh, man, it's, mm, it's and, tough. And I think I brought it up last time, but it was a Friday night game. All the season ticket people were leaving, yep. so all the people from the cheap seats started to come Coming down. down all the, yeah, all the less classy people. Yes. <laughs> We've got those people down Those here. people. <laughs> But yeah, and it was again, just a. Did you see the interview with the? Uh, I forget his name, but the little short, fat Mexican yes. that squared up on yep. our test. And he was like, he told, he said, Jermaine O'Neal, that was a bitch move for him to come in. Yep. And uh, I think Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller's coming. He's like, I thank God Jermaine slipped because he if he would have connected that clean, man. yeah, dude would have been his face would be rearranged. You ever see that video of Randy Johnson hitting that bird with the? Oh yeah. <laughs> and oh my God! Like seriously, who? And Ron Artesta was not a small dude, no. any basketball player. No. But Ron Artesta of all people. <laughs> yeah. Or Steve Nash. I fight Steve Nash. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks like a, new, a super nice dude. So yeah. He's like, Adam, why are we doing this? I'm like, I don't know, Steve. <laughs> you right. <laughs> yeah. Buy you a beer, buddy. <laughs> dude squared up on Artest. And I'm just like, he pulled his pants up. I'm like, what makes you think this is going to go well? That's like, what I said. Like all these people, like, you got people that cuss at like NFL players and stuff. Like your dad, and it's just like <laughs> you saw what Miles Garrett did, where he hit that dude in the head with his helmet. He's like, "What makes yeah. you think he wouldn't do that to you?" Yeah, these are highly trained athletic machines. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Or like the dude that was trying to fight, or said that Aaron Donald fought him. <laughs> it's like, why would you even start a fight with Aaron Donald? There's literally grown men. Way bigger than us, training to stop Aaron Donald yes. and can't do it. Yes. So why would you fight this man? Yeah, so even on Hard Knocks when they were they scrimmaged yep. against the Rams and A D was in there just wrecking stuff and they're like, man, and they had a little you know, little standard football yeah. squabbles and AD's in there. I'm like, man, why are you messing with him? That boy is a beast. <laughs> I just like I think we sent to the, the group, it's like, remember when D tackles were just big fat blobs? Yeah. And now they're just cut up like a Julian salad, man. 
tips. But uh, oh, I do have. Uh, I found. Uh, I don't know why I found this, but I have. Oh, and one more thing. Shout out to Troy Apica, first white guy play cornerback in 19 <laughs> years in the NFL. <laughs> Go, buddy. We're rooting for you. He's the first white cornerback. Yes, in the NFL. In the NFL in 19 years. That's insane. Who's the last one? Um, not a, not safeties, but just cornerbacks. Yep, and this is just cornerbacks because there's obviously tons of white yeah. safeties. Uh, let me see if it says it on here. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. 19 years. First white male at cornerback <laughs> since 2002. Who was the last? Jason Seahorn was the last. Oh, yeah, he did flip. Yeah, but he was more of a safety. In a significant capacity, Seahorn played for the New York Giants from 96 to 2002 and had two incredible seasons in his first two years before tearing his ACL. Mm-hmm. And tore his ACL trying to cover them black people. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. Say the line. What? You know what line. ACL tear? No. The other one. Oh, crack is black and white can't cover black. <laughs> I'm rooting for this dude. <laughs> Bruh, who did you... Did you just pick all safeties for our annual black and white Madden game? Yes. Yep, it was all safeties. <sighs> Damn. Put a couple outside linebackers <laughs> out there. <laughs> dude, it was not fair. Oh, my God. Or um, I think what, what I had to do, though, is I had to take the lowest rated corners because you had to take some corners... But then I took a bunch of safeties and had to move them out. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, because you can't have no black people on the field. Right. For the, fan, for the fans listening, Anthony and I used to play an annual black and white game where we just draft players, and I got all the non-whites, and Anthony could only have white people on his team. Yeah. So it was fun. It, it was, was. It was a whooping <laughs> every time. They like said it would be interesting now because I, I would have, like, Christian McCaffrey now. Because I didn't have any white running backs for a while there. I used to put fullbacks at running back. Yeah. Toby Gerhardt. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, Was it Woodhead? Yep, Danny Woodhead. Um, I remember back in the day, yeah, Travis Jury. Yep. For Green Bay. Receivers weren't terrible. Like, I had uh, Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else was. All of uh, Tom, Tom Brady's boys. Yeah. Wes Welker. Um, Julian Edelman. O lines and D line or uh, the O line was pretty much even. Yeah, he's even. D line was a little spotty. Not a lot of great white <laughs> D tackles. Not since Chris Hovan. Yeah, there's a couple of them. There's a couple, but not not many. Yeah, I remember you were trying to. Can I get some of them Hawaiians? I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no Hawaiians. No Spanish. I don't remember. Only Asian I remember was Dat Win. Yeah, linebacker for the. Cowboys. There's that uh, kicker now. Oh, yeah, now. Sin Wu or whatever. Yeah, I haven't played Madden in like four years, <laughs> man. But, yeah, it was usually a whooping. My my corners couldn't cover. <laughs> I'm trying to cover Julio and yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Good and... God. Just too much speed. Who's He's just so fast. Who's always usually your quarterback? Probably Russell Wilson? Probably Cam, mm. Cam Newton? I don't know if... It's because it's been a while since it's we've done it. It's been a while since we played, so I don't know. I remember a couple years had Vic. Yeah. Uh, I'd usually have, like, Peyton. Peyton and Aaron. Tom Brady. Yeah, Russell Wilson must have been one of my quarterbacks back in the day. Who else was there? Cam Newton. RG3, probably, when we played, because I'm sure he was high up. His first year. Yeah. I think one year I beat you with Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear the Jamarcus Russell story? What? When he was with the Raiders, they wanted him to take more time and watch film. Mm-hmm. So they sent him home with a blank DVD with film on it. With yeah. film on it. Yeah, it wrote. Yep. Yeah. And they were like, hey, did you watch that film? He's like, yeah, watched all of it. And it was blank. <laughs> and they were like, motherfucker, we know you ain't watching this shit. <laughs> Niggas. <laughs> so I have a little bit of a trivia game. Yeah, man, you slacking on trivia. So what we're going to do is, who is this famous person? I'm going to give you a name of this person. Of I got three of them. I have one that's really easy that you should get, and then we'll get... Progressively more difficult? Yeah. Okay. Christopher Bridges. Who Who is that? 
What? So I'm going to give you a name. Oh, that's ludicrous. Yes. Very okay. good. So that's now oh, you understand. So Given the real name versus the stage name. Yes. Okay. okay. Eric Bishop. I don't know no Eric Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a clue or do you want yeah, me to give just me a tell clue? You? Give me a clue. Um, he is a singer and an actor and a comedian. All right, Eric, he comedian, singer, singer, Eric Bishop. and actor. Media singer and actor Eric Bishop. Is he black or white? He is black. Eric Bishop. Should I know this? I don't know if you should. I mean, you know who he is once I say his name. Once I say his stage name, Cat Williams. Nope. Okay. That is actually. Hold on. Oh, that was just to throw out that guess. Um, Eric Bishop is comedian, singer, actor. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Go ahead, man. It's actually Jamie Foxx. Fuck. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Okay. I knew Foxx was in his real name, but I had forgot what his sure. real one was. Um, if you'd have told me that it's Jamie Foxx's real name, I'd be like, no, but I don't know what his real name is. Sure. Okay. And then my last one, I don't know if you'll get this one. Maurice Micklewhite. Micklewhite? Clues? Um, He's old. He's old white. <laughs> old white? Yep. Old white guy. Maurice Micklewhite? Nah, I don't know. That's actually Michael Caine's real name. Who's Michael Caine? Michael Caine, fucking... Oh, uh, Alfred? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck Ebenezer Scrooge, bro. Oh, shit, that's my dude. <laughs> what's it? What's it? Maurice, Maurice? Micklewhite. Is there, why did he change it to Michael Caine? It sounds... He, it, he said it sounded catchier and... Because you know, like, a lot of people... You gotta, right, like, the, yeah. The actor's guild, like they have to... Like, names. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, like... Brad Pitt's real name is William Pitt, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But it, like Topher Grace is Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. So ah. it's just like Liam Neeson, William. Yeah. And em, Williams. Emma Stone is actually Emily. Okay. So fucking actor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you don't want to be too close to somebody. Maurice Micklewhite. It's a sweet name. Michael Kane. Mike Kane. Sup, Kang? You know, you got a name tag. Just, just fall down. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else? Got anything else you want to talk about? We're going to get into this draft. Uh, yeah, let's draft. All right, cool. All right, what so a- tonight we're doing a... Uh, got to pick five people. Real people, not movie characters or anime characters or video game characters that you'd want on your squad. In the midst of a bar fight. And after some talking, I believe we said we're going to use dead people. Yeah, you can use dead people. somebody's dead. Yep. And are we going to use people, if we pick like an old person, you can pick them in their prime? Yes, I would probably say I would, like, if you're taking a dead person, then I should be able to go, well, I want this person at age 25. <laughs> <just> reincarnated? <laughs> yeah. Zombie form? Yeah. All right. You know, yeah, obviously, if you take a dead person, you can go, hey, I want so-and-so at age 25 so i think it would only be fair to go well if i have this alive person i want them in their prime i think after we finish this we should just do a quick impromptu movie characters squad <laughs> well isn't that one of our drafts is it yeah i'm pretty know. sure okay all right i didn't see that mm-hmm. i don't remember it should one. be if it's not write it down <laughs> put it in a bucket <laughs> magical bucket of awesomeness wicked sick beast <laughs> and i believe you have the first pick sir so cool 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 give it, give it. somebody hit somebody <laughs> dead or alive in their prime yep i want donald trump <laughs> i'm kidding nope, i'm kidding nope, you said it lock it in it's like chess you let it, you let it go <laughs> The greatest mind manipulator of all time. Oh, wow. He will destroy the whole bar. <laughs> Jesus. How do you spell the Tsunami? <laughs> the fuck is a Tsunami? No, what do you say? What, what was that? What I'm thinking of? Uh, what? He's like, how do you spell something? He's like, boom, it's not there anymore. You don't that need to spell D.L. it. D.L. Hughley talking about uh, Bush. Yeah. He's like, how do you spell bad days? Like, boom, just blew it up. It ain't there no more. You don't got to worry about spelling it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. So my first pick, I'm going with Bruce Lee. Okay. It it figures. It, yeah. The greatest martial artist of all time. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain age? In his prime. In his prime. Before he died. Okay. I'm going to take Brad Pitt's character from Let's Put a Time in Hollywood. That is a fake character, sir. 
he was based off a real person. Okay. How come we ain't never heard of him? <laughs> Apparently, Bruce Lee's family got super pissed off about that. His daughter, I guess, got super upset what? about it. Yeah. Come on, man. That's all jokes. It's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> that was the greatest. I love Bruce Lee, and I laughed my ass off when I saw that. Like, just this stunt dude beating the <laughs> shit out of Bruce Lee. <laughs> That's almost as bad as um, uh, North Korea getting mad for Joe, uh, oh, Seth Rogen for, for, for the interview. Like, <laughs> they were ready to go to war over yeah. this movie. Like, come on, man. It's a movie. You're Calm right. the fuck down. Y'all can have Rodman. <laughs> but yeah, I, I read something. I'll have to see if I that can That doesn't find surprise that. me, though. But at the same time, it's like, get the fuck. Get over it. <sighs> uh, yeah. I bet like a whole bunch of Chinese people were mad. <laughs> like, this shit is bullshit. That would never happen. So I... We've... We'll dis- discuss that. We actually have done this draft before on unusable... Um one of our unusable takes and it, but I'm going to take what I took in my first pick. You know, I wasn't going to take it cause I knew you wanted it. So <laughs> I would take Bruce Lee. Um, Brock Lesnar. Really? Yeah. Okay. That was my first pick last time. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Okay. I thought it was. Go ahead. I know who your second pick is going to be then. That's not who I was thinking of. And my second pick would be John Jones. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. I honestly, I don't know many people that could really fuck with him. Dude, he's been beat plenty of times. I know, but like, he's big. He's strong. He's trained. It's like Frank Mir. <laughs> uh, Overeem beat him. Mir beat him. Uh, Shane Carwin should have beat him. Don't, don't get started on that fight. <laughs> they stopped that way too quick. And they didn't stop it for. For Carwin, because he rocked Brock. Yeah. And then as soon as Brock landed a couple punches, they were yeah. like, oh, oh, nope, just yeah. call, call it off. Yeah, that was terrible. But yeah, and John Jones, I think, is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time, except cocaine is a hell of a drug. And Is he still fighting? Yeah, he still fights. Him is and he Dana. doing anything? Him, him and Dana don't get along. Mm, that's not surprising. So, it, well, Dana White doesn't pay his fighters shit, so. That sucks. But so you've got. Brock Lesnar and Brock John Jones. and John Jones. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take the mountain then. Okay, that's fine. That was your first pick last time. Was it really? Yeah. I thought I took him late. Bjorn Hathorson. Hmm. He'll be my muscle because I thought you was gonna take him because I wasn't gonna fuck with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just a big dumb slow meathead <laughs> squad. <laughs> I think John Jones could beat up the mountain. I don't. You don't think he could? Maybe Brock. Brock maybe in his prime if he didn't have gastral <laughs> bugs in his stomach. I just. How, with how slow the mountain is, I mean, he's quick for how big he is, but right. I just feel like John Jones could step on the outside and just kick him in his legs a couple times. And okay. plus, he's got that thing with his face. What was that? Bell's palsy. Yeah, yeah. he he's got. I want him in his prime. Okay. None of that sickness. Okay. Well, I want young John Jones without the coke. Yep. Well, maybe <laughs> I want the coke, John Jones. Oh, whatever. You doing PDs now? PDs. <laughs> yep. And then Brock Lesnar, I will take when he's not sick. Not sick. <laughs> All right. So with my next pick, I'm gonna take Mike Tyson in his prime. Okay, that's a good pick. Yeah, because that motherfucker was crazy. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what he's gonna bring, especially in a bar fight. You let him just rumble. Right. He'll be ripping off ears like that bitch in uh, <laughs> um, Gangs of New York. She just oh, had that yeah. ear necklace. Uh, Hellcat. Yes. Hellcat Maggie. She's yeah. fish hooking people and. Yeah, she was nasty. Go for a fight, get a beer, and get some dick. Yeah. <laughs> She's living a good life. My turn? Yeah. You think Mike Tyson will knock out the mountain in his prime? Uh, <laughs> I think the size difference might be too much because Mike, Mike's an inside fighter. Yeah. Mountain will grab him in a bar fight. Sure. If there's no rules. Sure. No. And I don't know if Mike's uppercut could reach the mountain because it was the mountain, 6'8"? Yeah. Yeah, Mike's like five five. <laughs> well, he's not. He's five, not that ten. So that's yeah. That's yeah. that's a bit. That's a bit much to overcome. What about a couple body shots? I mean, he'll probably rock the body, but <laughs> mom. I mean, but he's got abs and shit. All right, on me, on me, on Lee. Um, 
I want Deontay Wilder. Okay. Mike Tyson uh, definitely knock out Deontay Wilder. Mm. Prime Mike Tyson. I, I, I I've had to, I think Jason and I discussed this. I feel that Tyson would beat Deontay Wilder if they're both in a prime because Tyson would get inside of him. Sure. Wilder. He's got he, long arms, right? Yeah, He's got long really arms, reach, just that that soul separating power punch yeah. that is just made dudes rethink like why did I ever start boxing? <laughs> but in a bar fight, I like him. He sure. just clock somebody, somebody's not looking, just you know, engage Bertuzzi, somebody else in Bertuzzi then, Uncle yeah, Eddie. Get a Bertuzzi. <laughs> and I mean that dude's got like I said, separate your soul from your body sure. type punches, so I want to see that. But yeah, if, uh, I'd put my money on Tyson. In a, in a, in a Wilder, boxing match. Yeah, on a boxing. And plus, yeah, he'll work body. And then Deontay's not too tall. Was he 6'4", I think? Sure. Yeah. And Tyson's knocked out 6'4", people. Yeah, he's knocked out big dudes. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to take somebody that you actually took in the last one. Uh, don't be a bitch. Michael J. White. Did I pick him? Yeah, you did. Uh, oh, yeah. I think he was my fifth pick or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I do like that pick. Dude's a, dude. dude's a real martial artist. And I mean, he's got strength and ability, <laughs> yeah. skills. So that's a good pick. I like. Yeah, that. I wouldn't fuck with him. I seen what was it? Uh, that video of him actually fighting? No, he was with. Uh, he was on the set of the um, was a Blood and Bone movie oh, okay. with, with Kimbo Slice. Yep, and he was talking to Kimbo about fighting and like throwing punches about how not showing your punch and showing how you know he just did like a straight punch. Yep. Without you know all the turning and twisting and cocking back versus a cock back one, and he's kind of, kind of teaching Kimbo on how to sure. throw a better punch, and Kimbo's like, "Holy shit, man, that's impressive!" So, <laughs> R.I.P. to Kimbo Slice. Yeah, I just like in that was that Blood and Bone movie where he did that quad kick where he kicked four people in the head on one jump. He's like, he did like the split kick. He was like back and forth, and he kicked like four dudes in the head. Maybe I remember we watched it a couple times. Didn't see that again. But yeah, had, uh, Bob Sapp's big dumbass, <laughs> right. Hammer Man. <laughs> that was a good movie though. Uh, so this is your fourth or fifth fifth pick? This will be number four for me. I'm gonna get uh, give me Tony Jaa. Okay, that's my guy. I just got done watching Ong Bak too. Nice. Two and three. Dude's a killer, man. Those freaking elbows and knees he throws. Yeah. He, he, I think he'd kill it in a <laughs> UFC. Yeah. That flying double knee. He does a lot of a lot of elbows and knees. Sure. I think he'd give John Jones, <clears throat> John Bones Jones, run for his money. I just, he's, John Jones is just so tall. Like, even people have said, John Jones is a created character because he's so, <laughs> he's so fast, he's so uh, lengthy, and, he sh- and he'll knock you out. He's got power. And he's he's not even a striker at trade. He's a, originally a wrestler. Yeah, and he's out wrestled really good wrestlers. Look at DC's bitch ass. Yeah, Never, I don't even think he ever took down John Jones. DC is like known for wrestling, so I don't know about that. But <laughs> I, like I said, John Jones could easily be the one on one because I think he's might be the greatest fighter ever. Mm, better than Silva. Yeah, I think if they both met in their prime, I think John would have beat Silva. Silva's crafty. He was. Um, with my last pick, take Jet Li. Mm, hater. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first time we did this draft, you didn't have any martial arts stars. Yeah, well, that, that's the great thing about redoing a draft that nobody's ever heard. You dumbass. I got to I'm telling you for years, martial artists, martial artists will beat up UFC fighters all day, every day. There's a couple, you know, you take the best martial artists versus the best UFC ass, I put my money on martial artists all day. That wushu. Yeah. Like I said, I, I do think Bruce Lee would have cleaned up in the UFC, but. Jet Li, Jack Chan, Donnie Yen, Tony Ja, all them dudes. Killers. Yeah. Granted, there's no, I don't think there's too many. Huh? Uh, Bolo Young. Yeah. He's the only big dude. I think compete in heavyweight, light heavies. There's not too many big martial <laughs> artists. All them little Little fast, agile, flexy dudes. Yeah. Uh, I'm on last one. Yep. Uh, so I got some. I got some meat. Got some big boys. Do you think the Rock can really fight in real life? I don't know. I mean, I bet he's tough as shit. Right. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like, I mean, you connect with anybody one time, they're going down right. in the right spot. But so, who do you got on your team? Tyson. I got Tyson. I got Brock. Lesnar. I got John Jones and Jet Li. Did you get two big dudes? Oh, J- J- Michael J. White. 
Nope, just Brock. Brock's my only my only meat. Mm. I guess Michael J. White. I don't know how tall he is. I don't remember either. He's like six foot, six one. Yeah, but that could Hollywood is deceiving. <laughs> right. Mm, mm. He's six one. Okay. What's your list again? Tyson, Jet Li, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, John Michael Jones, J. and John Jones. That's my five. Mm. And he's two hundred fifteen pounds to two hundred thirty five. Michael pounds. J. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, your list is much better than the first time, <laughs> sir. I, I think I just had all meatheads. Yeah. I think I took Bob Sapp the first time, too. Did you? Yeah. I think he was my last pick. You teach me the football. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch his pride fights? Yeah, he wasn't like he wasn't the best fighter. Yeah, he was terrible. Do you know who they consider the greatest UFC fighter of all time? Or like pride or like... Like actual? Yeah, like just who they consider like is the best. Well, I know Hoyce Gracie was one of the... Yeah. They talk you know, all time. Um, I know Anderson Silva's on the top of the list, like top ten. Yeah. Um, uh, record wise, uh, Vanderlei Silva is actually like one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time. Really? With between his record in UFC and Pride. Mm. Um, the axe murderer. Yeah. What about uh, Mighty Mouse? Because um, he's got what one loss now? Yeah. Yeah. Out of what? How many? Yeah, and I don't even th- I don't even think he should have lost that fight. I thought he won that fight because we were watching that, weren't we? Yeah, and yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So I guess honorable mention. Vanderlei. Vanderlei Silva, Bob Sapp. <laughs> I wouldn't put uh, <laughs> Bob Sapp be a meathead. He'd go tackle somebody. Right. I mean, I gotta go with just one of the greatest fighters of all time, Frank Dukes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like put up your Dukes, Dukes. right? <laughs> I'm going to go with Ali, man. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. My man got size, power, technique, and he got that mental mind game. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Ali, sure. greatest fighter all time. Enough said. <laughs> all right. Honorable mentions? Yeah. Well, you want to read your list first? Mm. We've read my list like six times, so. Yeah. <laughs> I also had Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. Donnie Yen. Sure. Um, Andre the Giant. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I had Tyson on my list. Jet Li was on my list. Lennox Lewis. I like Ray Lewis. Just because I think <laughs> he would amp the team up. And sure. I think he'd be that motivational support guy. Yeah. Let's go do this. We're going to lose this fight. That's what we play for. We'll protect this house. Yeah. I think Ray Lewis. I would run through a wall for right? Ray Lewis. Right. You. I think he'd elevate your, the morale your, your fight game <laughs> to another level. And I had, just in case, you know. It got a little, little, little different, a little weird. Put Gina Carano. <laughs> in case you got some girls in there putting in work for us. <laughs> okay. Who who would you want on your squad for a girl fight? I don't, I don't know. China. <laughs> Could she fight? Them? I don't know. <laughs> She's too busy doing Playboy. Um, I would not take Ronda Rousey. Did, did you see her try to take a punch? Um, I got three bitches that'll knock her out. Right. Uh, Holly Holm. Um, Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez. Misha Tate. Is Cyborg a man or a woman? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Strong woman. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Um, what's her name? The Cookie Monster. Um, I like her. Who's That's a real person? Yeah, that's her nickname. That's her fight name. I've never heard of her. She was a champion for a while. Cookie Monster? Yeah. Um, honorable mentions for me. You ever seen that movies in the movies where like people are doing stuff and there's just some random old person running around the background <laughs> talking shit, just inaudible, just being stupid. Carla Espinosa, Esparza. Cool. This is the Cookie Monster. My one honorable mention because you actually had like a shit ton of the ones that I wanted. I was thinking Mick Foley. <laughs> wow, just to be a meat sim and take beatings. <laughs> Yeah, dude. While two people are beating on him and just he's laughing and someone sucker punches him from behind. Dude, you can't teach that kind of crazy. Right. Good dude, God. They could take him up to the top of the bar and throw him off and he'd be all right. <laughs> just keeps coming back. <laughs> I guess it was a fight to the death and you had to, no weapons. Just, yeah, everyone have to. <laughs> he won't go down. He won't stay down. It was like uh, the celebrity boxing on Family Guy. Where Mike Tyson beat up that old white lady. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> she that. She kept getting up. Yeah, she beat him, and then 
I was thinking when, when I was thinking about this list, I kept thinking of uh, Tyler Durden. Oh, sure. When Duke was like, ah, I lost it, Lou. <laughs> come, <laughs> come again, Lou. We really like your bar, Lou. Don't know where I've been, Lou. Yeah, that was so nasty. <laughs> yes. Tyler Durden's going to be on my fictional team. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, while you reach into the draft bucket, I, I don't have my notebook. Hey. You go back and listen to the last episode and figure out how to listen to us. Wow. No, just kidding. You suck at this. The show sucks. We've said this from the from episode one. The show fucking sucks. <laughs> We're not in this for the long run. <laughs> as long as our 25 people keep listening, we'll keep putting out an episode every week. Send us ramen noodles. <laughs> what? Where's your notebook? I don't don't you know. leave it here? No, I don't know what happened to it. Hey, follow us at Battle Draft Podcast One. <laughs> um, you can follow us uh, on Instagram at Battle Draft Podcast. Uh, Twitter is Battle Draft Podcast One. You can also follow us on our website at BattleDraftPodcast.com. And on Instagram, Bob will be posting where you can vote on who use, who's the uh, bar fight team you liked better. What are we drafting next week, Adam? Uh, five best movies. That critics did not like. Got okay. low ratings. Okay. And we're going to use the IMDb scale. We're going to use the IMDb the scale. Meta score. Okay. So, it's uh, like 1 to 10. Anything under, what, a 6? Mm, anything 5 or below? I'd say 6.5. 6.5? Okay. Anything under a 6.5. Okay. I can dig it. Can you dig it? Oh, it's been dug. <laughs> All right, man. I need to go hook up this stir fry. All righty. Stir go. Friday. Stir Friday. <laughs> it's a much better name. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening this week, and we'll be back next week with more shenanigans. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Bye. That's great. That's fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? Where's the real person?